Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. If you are here watching live, I want you to hashtag live. If you are here watching the replay, I want you to hashtag replay. And listen, I want you to participate, participate, participate. So any light bulb moment that you have while you're watching this or anything that resonates with you and rings true to you, I want you to drop below whatever that is. Let me come back and let me chat with you and let me uh, fill you up and let me just pour into you. Okay. So if that's where you are live hashtag live, if you're watching the replay hashtag replay, I don't know if you saw my personal page earlier, but I'm sitting here drinking out of one of my favorite Halloween cups. Uh, my eight-year-old's birthday is on Halloween. So I have a love relationship now with Halloween, uh, that is different than the Halloween feelings I had when I was younger. It was just not my favorite holiday. Uh, I much more preferred Christmas, of course, and um, uh, Easter and stuff like that. So uh, today, what I want to chat with you guys is Halloween, right? It's just around the corner. It's a, it's a week away. And for most of us, that means that it's the kickoff to the holiday season, right? And the season of treats, October, November, and December can be downright scary y'all. There's a lot going on, a lot of temptation, a lot of pull at our cravings. And if we head into them with some clarity and a plan on how to stay healthy, then we can conquer that fear. We can overcome all of the things that pull us back during this season. And we can stick to our health goals while enjoying our favorite holiday treats. You guys, you can live in synergy and peace in your body and enjoy holiday treats and enjoy pumpkin pie and enjoy the gravy and the butter and those types of things during this holiday season. We are approaching the season of weight gain. And that is just simply the truth for any American uh, in America. This The next two months are full of celebrations, holidays, get-togethers, it's a lot of food and there's a lot going on. And I want to show you how to dominate that so that you can stop beating yourselves up. If shame, guilt, and regret burned calories, y'all, I would lather you in it. You've heard me say that to you before. It doesn't. So let's stop beating ourselves up and let's kick in a plan that works for us, right? So today we are going to tackle two tricks to help you end the Halloween candy panic while sticking to your health goals and enjoying all of your fall and autumn and then holiday treats, right? Because that's important. We like them. We want to enjoy them and we need to find a way to do that, right? So you don't have to let Halloween candy be the beginning of the end for your health goals. Okay. You don't have to let Thanksgiving be the beginning of the end for your health goals or Christmas or the Christmas party or the Thanksgiving, the Friendsgiving or any of those things, right? Especially mama's 
If you've worked so hard this year to create healthy habits, I know that there are people in here listening to the podcast and watching this video. You're putting your best effort forward more often than not. And so why do we want to take 15 steps back? Because the holiday season approaches, right? The real way to live a healthy life this year around all of the things that we want to do and around eating and around celebrating is to make it a part of our healthy habits, make the holiday seasons a part of what healthy means to us, right? Any program or any coach that says otherwise, that you cannot have your cake and eat it too, that you cannot enjoy pumpkin pie, that you cannot enjoy uh, holiday treats or Halloween candies are, they're simply setting you up for failure. Any program or coach that tells you that you can't have both is setting you up to fail. Some people are not going to like that. I said that some coaches would be highly offended by it, but it's the truth, right? So first let's decide what Halloween treats we want. Okay. So the very first thing that we have to do is we have to create a plan. We have to have a thought about what it is that we want when it comes around this time of season. Here's, here's the biggest mistake that I see people make. You ready? We go into the holiday season without even having a thought except for, I want it to be fun and feel good. That's not a great thought to have. That's not a, that's not a great plan, right? Because what does that even look like? Can we define it? Do we know what that looks like? So the very first thing that I want you to do with Halloween is what treat do you want to eat instead of approaching the holiday with a, I can't eat it. I can't have it. It's on the no, no list. You are an adult. You do not have a no, no list. Okay. But you should have a plan. Okay. So remember deprivation is short. It's a short-term win for long-term disaster. When you deprive yourself of something that you want, you're more likely to binge eat it, mama. That's just simply the truth and eat way more of it than you would have if you just satiated the craving of wanting something fun, wanting a piece of candy on Halloween. You should have a piece or two or three of candy on Halloween, right? So instead of going through the deprivation, binge, restrict cycle for the next four months, just include what you want into your healthy eating plan. But if you don't have a plan, if you don't have perspective, if you don't have an idea, if you haven't thought it through, then it's going to feel like, oh my gosh, it's just happening to me. And I have no control over my consumption. I have no control over what happens to me with candy, with food, with treats, with pastries in my house. Right? So for example, I love Twix bars. Drop in the, drop in the comments below. If you are a Twix bar girl, that's my jam, right? I would love to know, drop in the comments below. What's your favorite candy Twix. I could eat all day, every day. They're so, so good. And I know that on Halloween, I am going to have a full size, not a bite size, not a snack size Twix bar. I am going to plan for that to be what I do. So instead of telling myself that Twix bars are bad and that I can't have any, if I want to be good or if I want to be healthy, I'm just going to eat the dang Twix bar and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to love it. And it's going to taste delicious. And I'm going to have no negative feelings about it. Why? Because it's my plan. I plan on doing it. In fact, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy the candy bar that I want so that I'm not disappointed or frustrated if I can't snag one out of my kids' trick-or-treat bags. If people in my neighborhood are being cheap and only hand, listen, I only hand out the snack size stuff too, right? I mean, it's expensive. Who's got time and money for that? So I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy a regular size Twix bar. I might even get froggy and buy a king size. I don't know. We'll see what happens when I get to the store, but it's a part of my plan. I'm going to include that in my eating plan for the day. So I'll stay within my nutritional boundaries that I've set for myself by eating 
higher protein, lower fat, lower carbs for breakfast and lunch earlier in the day. So I can fully enjoy my Twix bar with zero regret later. I won't have to feel guilt, shame, or regret because I knew that this was going to happen. It was a part of my plan. I didn't need to hide in the pantry or binge eat the fun size candy bars and, and feel deprived because they're this big. And that's not what I wanted after my kids go to bed. I am just going to sit down in front of them while they're going through their candy to make sure that nobody put drugs in there. I'm going to enjoy my regular size Twix bar. I set myself up for success by including the candy in my plan for the day. And here's a really cool thing. Here's a really cool thing about this. My kiddos get to watch me eat candy and enjoy candy without beating myself up. When was the last time that your kids watched you consume a naughty food where you didn't beat yourself up, where you didn't let yourself have it, where you didn't feel guilt, shame, and regret, and it oozed out of you and you got cranky and frustrated and annoyed, right? Creating a nutritional plan sets you up for long-term success without having to give up the treats that you want. You should not have to give up everything that you want. You can have treats and pastries and fun stuff without taking 10 steps back in your journey. We just have to have a plan, right? A healthy mindset about food is also going to be a huge part of living a healthy life, right? If you're, if you need help getting your mind to match your nutritional goals, then I want you to check out my macros made easy program. This is what we work on because it's the work that matters. We work on nutrition plus mindset and how to make those two work together. So you can live in synergy in your head and in your body and in your food choices. All of it is connected. Okay. All of it is connected and the two have to be in sync. There has to be cohesion between the two and there has to be some synergy between what you're thinking, what you're doing and how you feel in the skin that you are in. Okay. So the two tricks that we have talked about today about crushing this Halloween that's coming up is one, have a plan and two, plan a treat into your day. Okay. So have a plan, what that's going to look like, what your non-negotiables are, what you're going to have, what you want to eat and how you're going to enjoy the holiday. And then two, make sure that there is a treat in your plan. Okay. Now we get to Halloween, my kids, you guys, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Tell me if your kids in the chat below, if they get a lot of candy or not so much candy. I mean, literally my kids have pillowcase full of candy. My neighborhood goes crazy. My neighborhood is so fun during Halloween. Everybody's out. Everybody's giving out a ton of candy. There's so much candy to be had, right? So what the heck do we do with the extra Halloween candy, right? Here's the other problem that I have. And that I know a lot of other moms have with the Halloween is all the candy that's left over afterward. We usually run into two problems, right? With all the Halloween candy left over. If it's in the house, we want to eat it. Or we're tired of fighting our kids on how much candy they can eat each day. Oh my gosh. I will open up their lunchbox. I'm like, whoa, on what planet is 42 pieces of candy for your lunch ever okay, right? So listen, just because I do health and nutrition and I've got our stuff on lockdown and we most, for the most part, got a plan and we do well and they understand does not mean that they're not kids and that they don't want to eat 42 pieces of candy for lunch, which killing me here. Right. So then I'm fighting with them. Like I'm fighting with myself. Cause I'm like, don't eat the whole bag of candy when they go to bed. And then I'm fighting with them. Like, Hey, don't eat the whole bag of candy for lunch in your lunchbox. And it, it is frustrating 
right? I've had to deal with both of those problems. And I've come up with a few suggestions for you so that you can choose which option works best for you and your family. And these are my favorite. I use these. My kids don't love that I use these, but we get over the candy hump a lot faster and we move on and we're rocking and rolling, right? So the one caveat is that you have to give your kids the option to keep or get rid of their candy. Okay. They have to have buy-in. So it's important that they make the decision when they choose what to do with the candy, they stop fighting you right about it. So give them the choice. So the very first one is donate it. And you're probably like, what? My kids are never going to allow me to donate it. Right. This is a great way for you to get the candy out of the house. If you're somebody that's like, look, I can't have 42 bags. 42 is my number today. I don't know why we can't have 42 bags of candy in the house. Then teach your kids about candy charity. Okay. Look for a local business or organization that collects candy and donates it. In my area, there is a local dentist, not too far from here. And he pays kids for their candy. He weighs it. So for every like pound of candy, I think you get like a dollar or $2. So if it's 10 pounds of candy, which my kids have gotten from that before it's 10 bucks in their pocket. Right. And then the really cool thing that this dentist does with the donated candy is that he sends it to soldiers overseas. So he ships it to the soldiers overseas. Cause listen, y'all, they need the candy. I do not need 10 pounds times three of candy in my, in my house. Right. So hop on Facebook, look for a local organization that does this or something similar to that, where they take the candy from you, give the kids something for it, and then give it to people who would really truly need it or want it, right? So if you struggle with the, it's in the house, I want to eat it mindset, then this is the best way to get it out of the house so you aren't constantly tempted by the candy. Now, the next one is probably one of my favorites too. And I just did this one last year. It's called the switch witch, okay? So I tell my kids, do you want the switch witch? Do you want to donate it? And then I'll tell you the other one in just a minute. Okay. So I learned about the switch, which a few weeks or a few years ago, sorry. And this idea has been really cool for my family. I've really, really enjoyed it. You tell your kids to leave their candy outside of their room. So they leave it outside of the door and the switch, which comes and takes the candy and switches it with something else. Now, listen, my 13 year old and my 10 year old, they know I'm the switch, which my eight year old does not know this, right? The best part is that you're the switch, witch, So you get to choose what to switch it out with. It's a surprise for your kids, which makes it even more fun, but you can decide what to replace it with. And I'm going to give you a few ideas because you're probably like, okay, great. You gave me this idea. Now, what the heck do I switch it with? Right? So, uh, you can switch it out with an experience going out to eat, getting a pedicure, uh, going to the park and having a picnic, whatever experiences your kids, like you can switch it out for an experience. You can give them a new toy. They can get a new toy. They can get like maybe a favorite jacket or a pair of sweat, like my daughter, my 13 year old would want a pair of sweatpants from Tilly's that are $45. Right. I know. I see you all gasping at $45 sweatpants, but it's a thing, right? So you can switch it out for clothes that they want. You can do new books or maybe think giving books or colorings and crayons and stuff like that. That's coming up for the holiday season, uh, coloring art supplies gear for their sports. Like I might get my son a new pair of batting gloves or something like that. Right. So you can make the switch big or small. It's completely up to you. I like to think of what each one of my kids enjoys getting, and I will base their switch on that. Right. So for example, my oldest isn't really into stuff as much as she has experiences or nice clothes. So I might get her a pair of Lulu joggers or or I might get her, she really likes Lululemon sports bras. I might do something like that, which I know 
that's a little bit more, but if it gets the candy out of the house, like I'm good. My son, he could care less about clothes. If I bring him clothes, he's going to be so upset with me, but he's super into Legos so I can get him Legos or sports stuff. Right. It doesn't have to be the same for each kid and it can be different. Right. Okay. So that was the first one was to donate it. The second one was to switch, witch it. And the third one is to reuse the candy. So if you choose to do the switch, witch, you're going to have bags full of candy still in the house. Right. And if you're not somebody who has to donate it or you can't find it some somewhere to donate it to, then um, this is the next best option is to reuse it, right? So if you're still looking for a way to use the candy, then here we go. This is how you're going to do it. Let's reuse the candy throughout the year because uh, number one, it's candy and it's not like it's going to go bad. And number two, candy is expensive. It's 20 bucks for a bag of candy, right? And I put candy in my kids' um Christmas stockings. I put candy out when we have parties and stuff like that. So instead of eating it all in a few days, if you host a lot of events throughout the year, then simply save the candy for that event and put it out for the guests to munch on. If you're having people over for Thanksgiving, Christmas, a Bible study, kids parties, you can serve it then put it in bowls. Listen, I'm telling you right now, no kid's going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's Christmas. And there's a ghost on my Halloween wrapper. Nobody cares, right? You can also save the candy and use it for other big holidays. My family loves to celebrate Christmas and Easter, which tends to be a bigger candy holiday. So I pull out some of the reserved Halloween candy and I use it to fill the Christmas stockings and the Easter baskets. I mean, listen, that Twix is so processed, it's not going to go bad, right? So I can keep it until April. It's fine. Nobody cares, right? With three kids, I have more than enough candy, y'all. And I don't know how many kiddos you've got, but it's always more than we need. And I can use that throughout the year and it saves me so much money. And and honestly, I usually forget to buy the candy. So I always have candy on hand and I can just pull it out and be like, look, we got a treat. And it didn't cost me anything. It's just reused candy from Halloween, right? Those are my tips for y'all. I know that this part of the season, this holiday season is stressful and that it can affect your health if you don't have a plan. And I know that sometimes we don't know what to do. We can't see the forest through the trees. And so sometimes it helps to have somebody on the outside looking in or somebody who has helped and worked with other people to help them create a game plan for this holiday season. So you can go into 2021 or 2022, whatever year it is that you're watching this, going into that new year, feeling in control, feeling confident, feeling good about who you are and what you're doing with your nutrition. So Mama, I want to, I want to deeply ingrain in you that you can have your pumpkin pie and lose weight. You can have Halloween candy and lose weight. You can go on vacation. You can have holidays. You can do graduations. You can do Christmas. You can do all the things and still feel good in your skin and lose the weight. If you are having a hard time wrapping your brain around that concept or knowing how to get started or what to do. One of my favorite things to do with people is to get on a free discovery call where we draw clarity around what that looks like for you and what your next best steps are so that you can get to where you want to go and you can feel confident in the skin that you're in. So if that's where you're at and you want to talk about this, talk this through and see what it looks like. I want you to reach out to me and let me know so that we can schedule that free discovery call. If you're watching the podcast, it's going to be in the show notes below. If you're watching the video in our awesome busy mom, simple nutrition group, I want you to drop below, um, 
all in. Okay. So all in below, and I will start that discussion with you and you and I can talk about what it looks like for you to step into your power when it comes to your nutrition. All right, mamas, that's all I have for you. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it gave you lots of ideas and inspired you to take control of the next few months when it comes to your health and your nutrition. If you need anything at all, I'm always here until I chat with you next week, be well, and we'll talk soon. Have an incredible day. Bye-bye. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.